0: what's up everybody and welcome into the 24th episode of sports talk with me your girl Whitney B now before I kick off the introduction music I want to start off and apologize to you guys for not doing the show last week um we had a big storm it got pretty bad over here in my house and I just I couldn't do it so thank you to everybody who did reach out to me especially in the five o'clock hour like what's up sis with the show I really, really, really appreciate y'all, and at first I wasn't even going to say nothing, but you guys are owed an apology, so I do apologize for not being here last week for you guys and not giving an explanation writing anything on social media to let you guys know that I wasn't going to be able to do it, so again, for that, I do apologize to you guys, and we're going to have a good show. I'm going to try to play catch up in this um, short time with you guys from... A little bit that I wanted to talk about last week. We're gonna break down some football, my favorite part of the year, guys. So, without further ado, y'all know what time it is. Let's get this show started. again, welcome to the 24th episode of Sports Talk with me, your girl, Whitney B. 24 episodes, guys, 24 episodes. I started this back in March. Football season was over, but I told you guys, um, football is my favorite sport. It's my favorite time of the year. So this this actual season is going to be packed. We are actually in week two um, of football season. Again, I did miss Um, week one. So we're in week two and I got some special guests coming up for you guys. Um, Some super fans. I said that we're finalizing some dates and getting some things going and we're going to have like a lot of football talk, like a lot of breakdowns and just other things, just elevating the show and and getting there. So I'm really excited about that. I'm excited about this time of the year as always. Um, Of course, this show is going to be packed with some football news from um, our favorites from Michigan and Michigan State uh, to Lions and Rams. But first, guys, I want to start off with Time Magazine. Time Magazine this week released their um, top influ- influential people um, for 2021. Now, there was some sports names on the list. Uh, we had Tom Brady, Naomi Osaka, Showy Otani, um, Allison Felix, uh, Simone Biles, I, I first wanted, when I looked at the list, I was like, okay, well, we expected Tom Brady. Um, I'm so glad to see Shoey on on there. He, you know, was a lot of pickup around the controversy from Stephen A. Smith and him being um, the face of baseball, the MLB this year. Um, so I'm excited to see his name, Naomi Osaka. She really started a lot of conversations um, surrounding mental health and sports. So I'm excited to see her on there. We all knew um, Simone was on there and sidetracked. I'm not sure if you guys are keeping up with the trial um, that has to deal with Larry Nasser, the uh, gymnast, the doctor uh, to the gymnast. Well, Simone did testify um, amongst other gymnasts yesterday about the FBI and how they dropped the ball handling the investigation with Larry, Larry Nasser and guys. That was sad. Like just, I I really don't like watching things like that because personally it puts me in a a place I don't want to be in, especially having a daughter, a daughter who, who's now getting into sports. And it's like who to trust and, and what do we do in these situations? So watching Simone cry and break down like that amongst her peers and just how this situation played out for so long before anybody decided to do anything like 2018 um, when he was convicted, like no, that that was far too long for these women and other women to be, you know, treated like that and abused, sexually abused, and it's just so, I, you know, to wonder if if even if the FBI at that time would have did their job, how many more women could have been saved from that. So, watching Simone yesterday, I, I really, you know, I I love Simone even more, like as a fan because. She's just faced with so much, and she's always, like, the face of everything. Like, this year, it was, like, so much honor being the face of the Olympics and, you know, just this all-around athlete and going through that and knowing publicly what she has had to endure to be where she is today. I really just want to, you know, to to all of the women, like, applaud them. They, They really deserve their flowers, especially seeing this, though. That wasn't right, but... Again, guys, this was Time Magazine's Most Influential People. I was really, really, really excited to see Allison Felix on there from um, from track and field. You know, track <laughs> track is really coming up this this year. I I love the talk surrounding track. Um, it hasn't always been the best with the stuff, you know, surrounding Shakira Richardson. And I even like I tell you guys, I feel like she's gonna bounce back. It's it's really weird. You know what, They it's most influential, so okay, I get it. Because I was going to say, she really could have been on the list too because she was talked about, and Sha'Carri has, she got a fan base. Um, We are supporting her though, even though she acting crazy out here Um, with, with this social media stuff she's saying. We're supporting her, but I was happy to see Allison Felix. And it's good, especially with my baby being so into track after her first season last season with her school like this is something she want to do this year and i was so shocked like oh you want to go back to the track so if i heard to have people to look up like uh, you know look up to like allison when i was growing up my um go-to was marion jones i wanted to be like marion i wanted to go to the olympics i wanted to have that shine and everything, we all know what happened to Marion with the steroids and um, they stripped everything from her. And that was, like, crushing to me, like, oh, my God. So I'm just happy to see that we're getting more acknowledgement in that that field, where it's not people who's doing it. Oh, I love tracking. I'm going out to see, um these athletes. They're already out here in the, the forefront, the spotlight. So I'm happy to see that Allison made that list. Now on to the football. He, so, guys, I'm going to start with college football. Both um, Michigan schools and the Big Ten, uh, both Big Ten Michigan university, universities, I'm sorry, are 2-0 um, for the start of their season. Michigan opened up the season with Western where they blew them out 47-14. to 14. And in that game, they lost their star player, Ronnie Bell. He had a leg injury. Now, last Saturday, they played Washington and won 31-10. to 10. I, y'all know, I love Michigan, but at this point, my favorite athlete in between the two schools are coming from is he, I'm sorry, he's coming from Michigan state. I'm in love with Kenneth Walker. Y'all Kenneth Walker is the running back. Mel Tucker really have a, he has a gem, and Kenneth Walker, man. I'm, he a beast. Okay, State opened their season with Northwestern, where they won with a score of 38-21. to 21. This was supposed to be a tough road game for MSU, but they pulled it off. And last week, they defeated Youngstown State with a score of 42-14. to 14. Now, Walker, he transferred in from, <clears throat> excuse me, Wake Forest. And in just the two games, he already ran over 300 yards with 30 carries, averaging about 10 freaking yards a carry. Man, Walker is a beast. I believe the other running back name is Simmons. Um that So I was watching that first game against Northwestern and I'm like, y'all know you know what? I I don't even feel like a traitor. You know what I'm saying because it's going to be go blue to the end because both teams are phenomenal. They play um, each other at Spartan Stadium on October 30th. That's going to be the game of all games, for real, for real. I don't even know, not to say that this is not a real rivalry, but I'm always more excited for um, Michigan to Ohio State. I'm more excited for Michigan and Michigan State this year because, for one, Ohio State, finally, they're going down. They lost to Oregon. But we're not going to act like they're not a good team because Oregon can very well make the playoffs really, you know, being a big game. But just the fact that Ohio State lost, especially their home opener, I mean, their season opener and and all of that, I was for it. Um, I mean, last week, I was for it. I was for it um, just because that's – I feel like that's my rival. Whether I like Michigan or Michigan State, you know, Ohio State is the rival, but – I, I digress. <laughs> I love Michigan football, but Kenneth Walker, Kenneth Walker is a good one. Now you know, um, watching the the Michigan game, that freshman quarterback, the true freshman, I believe, is McCarty. He gonna be something. He gonna he gonna really do phenomenal. Come you know, coming behind K, I feel like you know they got him sitting there watching them and. They throwing me in a little bit here and there, so that's good, but I think he the one. I really think he the one, for real. Um, I You know, just the fact that we have our sports back, the fans are back, it's like you can feel the intensity from the TV, you know, not being at the game. And then, y'all, I went to the Lions home opener um, this past Sunday against the 49ers. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but just the – like the energy in the stadium and just to see everybody like, oh my God, you know, it's good. I, I I, love it. I love it. This, you know, it's pumpkin cider, pumpkin patch time, apple cider. I'm sorry. Like, I'm just super excited. I want to go get some mums to put on my porch. Again, I digress. But, yes, I was so happy to see the fans. They're just cheering them on and Look, look, let's look out because, you know, his stats is real Le'Veon Bell esque. And it's going he's probably gonna be better looking at where he's starting the um the season out already versus he got the whole rest of the season. Like I'm sure it's NFT NFL teams that want to draft him right now. Like he's gonna definitely be a high draft pick. Um Yeah. I'm just excited for him. And I'm like, oh my God, is I, I really And I'm not going to sit up here and, you know, fake anything to you guys or have a bias. Um, Well, I probably will have a little bias um, or have had a little bias. But um, when it comes to this, I'm just going to be real. And I love Kenneth Walker. Like, he is converting me to over to Loving State just for now. We'll see how this goes later on down the line. But Mel Tucker... Man, this is his second season as the head coach for um the Spartans. The first season, you know, Rocky with COVID and all of that. Uh, but Mel, he he gonna he gonna mess around and be the favorite um coach. Then I saw in the highlights a little bit of um post game and stuff, and I, Izzo was on the sidelines playing around with the um the athletes. I'm like, you know what? They going to start liking him over you, Izzo, but I don't know. Now, after week one of the NFL, it's been, you know, the talks like, oh, the top quarterbacks or whatever. Now, I would honestly love, you know what, I ain't even going to front. Jared Goff, I just want to see Jared Goff in more big big game conversations, but the fact that he with the Lions, they – so – The top five quarterbacks in the NFL, according to um, NFL.com, if you guys are watching this via video, you can see them on your screen. Um, At five, you have Lamar Jackson with the Baltimore Ravens. Last season, he played 17 games, averaging like 64%. He had a little over 3,000 passing yards, 26 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Well, he rushed for 1,100 yards and had eight rushing touchdowns. So, Lamar Jackson... Should definitely be in the conversation there. And it was a great Monday night game against um, the Las Vegas Raiders there uh, where the Raiders did win in overtime. But at number five, we have Lamar Jackson. Number four, my fave Tom Brady um, with the Bucks Last season, he played 20 games, 64%. He had 5,600 passing yards, 50 passing touchdowns, 15 interceptions, Three rushing yards and four rushing touchdowns because, you know, once you get that fourth and one especially those goal line plays, why not let Tom Brady run those in? And we love him for that. <clears throat> and honestly, I'm happy he made the list because some people don't even be wanting to act like he, you know, is not one of the greatest. Um, I've seen a list that had him, like, in number, like, seven or something, almost out of the top ten. But anyway... Moving on to one of my favorite quarterbacks coming up um, is Josh Allen. Josh Allen is sneaking into one of my favorite quarterbacks to talk about because he's really, he's like this Cinderella story there on the Bills, but last season he played 19 games. He averaged 68% with 4,500 passing yards, 42 passing touchdowns, 566 rushing, rushing yards, and nine rushing touchdowns. At number two, um, our rival here in in Detroit, Aaron Rodgers. Last season playing 18 games with a 70% average, 4,941 passing yards, 53 touchdowns, 146 rushing yards, and four rushing touchdowns. At number one, of course, we have the GOAT, Patrick Mahomes from Kansas City. Last year he played 18 games, 66% averaging, 5,590 passing yards, 42 passing touchdowns, 360 rushing yards, and three rushing touchdowns. Now, according to the list, Dallas um, Dallas um, quarterback Dak Prescott, he came in number eight, Kyler Murray in Arizona, and number 10, Matthew Stafford with the Rams, 13. Now, the rookies, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, and Mac Jones, was over Jared Goff. They were at 20, 21, and 22, and Goff fell um, to number seven. Now, I don't know why they playing Jerry Goff like that. That's just bold. They put him – they put the rookies over him, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay, Goff. I'm going a, I'm to a get into a little bit of that later. Um, I think the list was pretty fair. I'm happy to see that Dallas, um, Dak Prescott was in the top ten because Dak is good. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray comes out and – it's like you could just see the fight in him. Um. He wants it bad. So I'm um, I think that the list is pretty fair. Um, that last Monday night game, though, I was kind of touching on it. I ain't like the ESPN version. I'ma just be honest. Um, the Manning Brothers, whatever that is, we don't need that during football. It's it's cool to have your talk show or whatever. Outside of that. But while the game is on, we wanna we wanna hear the game. We wanna hear game stats. We don't wanna be um our attention taken away from the game because we focused on what Charles Barkley talking about, Russell Wilson and all the rest of the guests they had. And it's cool, have your guests and do your thing, but the game is on. And then that game was so good. Like, so y'all just gonna talk the whole time? Yeah. Like, you know. I wasn't for it. I, I I wasn't for it at all. I was over it, as a matter of fact. Like, let me just go ahead and cut the regular game on because... And I reported this when it first... When the news was coming out about... They deal, you know, under Peyton's, um Omaha Productions and all. You know, I don't think I could watch 11 um, episodes of... Uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. I, I hated it, but... The game was so good. So you know, Carr, he just you the Raiders that man is a good quarterback. He really is. And so was Lamar Jackson. It's going to be tight to see if if Lamar Jackson can wiggle his way into the playoffs this year. Because these teams, it seems like they're coming to fight. Like even though the Bills lost, they lost to um the Steelers. That was a good defense. That was a good game. It could have went either way. I think the Bills still can make it go all the way. Um, When it comes to, um, oh, Teddy Bridgewater in Denver. Teddy Teddy played the other day like he tired of the slander. (laughs) Like no more Teddy Bridgewater slander. He gonna show us something this season in Denver, and I'm like, Denver gonna sneak up. Denver gonna be one. Denver gonna be one. I don't think Washington probably won't go back to the playoffs this season. Um, that's just my opinion. There. Um. Ooh, let's talk about the Green Bay game, cause now this is my thing. Green Bay lost, lost by a lot. Um. Now y'all know it's been drama with Aaron Rodgers. We wanted Rodgers out. Oh, well, not – we are the – me, I wanted Aaron Rodgers out in with some – it's probably very few people who share my opinion um, as Detroit fans. But, so, okay, so, I don't think Aaron was really playing in that game. I don't. I, I think that Aaron was just like, you know what, I'm going to show up to work. They want me to throw this little football. They want me to do this and this and that. I think he's trying to do what he got to do to be traded and be done with green Bay. And if y'all think that, let me know, reach out to me. Let me know, comment on this video. If you watching on YouTube, you've watching on the website, y'all comment in the comment section um, under the comment tab or whatever. And if you watching, uh, I mean, if you're listening on any of the um, podcast hosts, Reach out to me and just let me know if y'all agree with me on this because it doesn't seem like Aaron Rodgers is really playing. My hope is that he go into this next game, which is Monday Night Football against the Detroit Lions, and tank that game too. We would love that as Lions fans, especially um, just because we would. That That's just that. I personally feel like Aaron Rodgers may, you know, want to prove himself and just go ahead and play that game, but for the second one to be traded and want to be out Green Bay. Just do what you did last week and we'll appreciate that because that that Aaron Rodgers I didn't know. That, that Aaron Rodgers looked like he was just I'm here so I won't be fined <laughs> because that's where we at with it y'all. So we're going to move on real quick um because I do want to break down last week's games just that wise the the numbers between um Matthew Stafford and the Bears, the Rams and the Bears and then the Lions and the 49ers. I loved that game, especially the end. It was um great. So we're going to do Lions versus Rams. If you guys are watching via video, you can see um the the um total I mean, I'm sorry, the score there. LA Rams beat the Bears 34-14 and the 49ers beat the Lions 33-241. But to start the game, um the Rams had I mean I'm sorry the total game to start the stats um the Rams had 18 total first downs in the game and the Lions had 31. The Rams on third down conversions was 6 and 11 where the Lions was 4 and 15. Fourth down conversions the Rams was 1 and 1 where the Lions were 2 and 5. The Rams had a total of 386 yards where 312 of them were passing yards. The Lions had a total of 430 yards, where 314 of them were passing yards. Both teams were four touchdowns. The Lions, with one sack, where the Lam- the Rams, I'm sorry, had three. Now, where the stats there may look a lot similar, where the difference in the loss is, is that um, – they were getting more completions. Like the third down conversions you can see were really low. Like the Lions definitely have to pick up on third down. Now, a lot of people have been saying I hate Matthew Stafford from like past things that I said. I don't hate him. Matthew Stafford did what he needed to do in Detroit with what he could. It's just that I don't like that people is really making it seem like Matthew Stafford couldn't be a star player here or a great player here, like it wasn't just good players around him. And he did have good teams. I would blame a lot of it on the coaching, just on fundamental on fundamentals with the team, and probably the energy. But it's no excuse for him. I mean, we look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady, none of them players people was really talking about before they was working with him. Tom Brady really took players and made them feel like they was great, or or made them great, or I don't know. They the chemistry between them was good, and I feel like Matthew Stafford could have very well done these kind of things as well. Um, he just wasn't given all of the proper tools or the fundamentals or the team, you know, period. The energy probably was off. Who knows? But going into, um, and as as the Rams team going into um, Sunday Night Football against the Bears, it's the Bears. You know what I'm saying? Like the Rams with Jared Goff should have won that game. It's the Bears, you know. It's like, you know, Matthew Stafford's record against winning teams as a Lion, what, 864? One or sixty four or something like that. That's not good. So what? What we have to do is give it some weeks before we just say like this. This is gonna go, you know, all the way. I see so many people have like these predictions, like oh well, Matthew Stepper, he can go to the Super Bowl, he can win it, and, and all of this, like possibly. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 you never say never about anything, especially in football. But let's see the progression here. Let's see what this man can do um, looking at like the totals, like in Alliance in game and just being there, it was like a lot of you could tell they really still need to work on chemistry. It, it, even in the wide receiver position, I feel like see you know, Williams, they, they have to have that chemistry. Um, you know, Matthew Stafford would get up early and go and work out with you know, the receivers, and they would do things. I wonder if, you know, Jared Goff or, you know, if they're doing that in Fort Field or in Allen Park at the the practice facility, if they're working together to build that chemistry with Okuda out, um, it's a lot of talks. But at this point, it was a bust, okay? A, a, a horrible draft pick. Let's just go ahead and, and move forward trying to, you know, just – figure his position out, fill it, draft it around it or whatever. But when it comes to swell, Panay swell, i um, playing left tackle versus right tackle. Um, so preseason, we was looking like, no, not what? now <laughs> because this is not his, you know, position. It was really weird that they would take him as a left tackle to play right tackle. But with Taylor Decker out, he had to feel that left tackle position guys. And, Jared Goff was only sacked one time. Um, I really believe that was like a trick play there or or whatever. Either way it go, he held his own against Nick Bosa, arguably one of the greatest pass rushers, one of the top five here in, um, in the league now. So Nick himself told him, you know, you was good. Excuse me. Nick, Nick told him himself, you, this is your position. This is what you need. Now, in the beginning, you know Taylor Decker, he said he's all for doing what he got to do for the team. I wonder if this was him knowing he probably going to be pushed over the right tackle. But Decker needs to play at the right tackle position. He's done it before. It'll be easier for him to transition into that that spot as opposed to putting rookie Pineda there because... It's been proven in the first game, and, and you need that protection for Jared Goff. Like, that's what you drafted him for, to be that protection on the line. So, whether it be Jared Goff later on down the line or somebody they may draft in the next um, draft, he got to do that. And And I feel like Taylor, as a veteran – Um, he just got to take, take it for what it is, or, or hopefully he's not arguing and then they just go ahead and let him go. And by Taylor Decker being so good, you get a couple of first round picks for him. And also, y'all, while I'm talking about first round picks, another reason why I'm just like, really like Matthew Stafford can go ahead and be him, his normal self, because we got them first round picks. We don't need to be at the bottom picking even, you know, really it don't matter, but it do. So we want Matthew Stafford to be his normal self just for the draft picks. But if Matthew Stafford come out and ball, I'm happy for him. You know, he's been in the league, this is his 13th season, like he 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 it's something something got to give. So, I am I'm, I'm rooting for him, but those stats, those stats were pretty pretty close, like super close. It, it's just the the 49ers was a better team. Um the Lions run game was great. I was Swift is, is, is Swift. And, and Jamal Williams, that combination together, I feel like is going to really do well, do well for sure. Like Russian, I was happy. I was happy, happy with what I saw that last, those last two minutes, that onside kick and, and the score and then the the turnover and all that is, I promise you. So people start leaving the game, y'all, and I was like, oh, that's not good. And that was the best part of the whole game. And it had to come at the end. I was really happy. Like, even though it was a loss, it was like within one score. The fact that they really rallied back because they was down 20-some points and they really was like, okay, come on. Let's do what we gotta do. Against this tough 49ers team, so I'm I'm excited. Like I'm really excited to see, you know, the, the you know the future of the Lions. I'm I'm really, really hoping they can squeeze out at least six or seven wins. Um, but we do know the Lions have one of the toughest schedules this season as well. So we'll see. Um, they will be um on the road Monday night against the Bears. So I'm excited about that game, guys. Today is Thursday, Thursday night football. We got the rookies playing. So, it's, 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 this is a really good season. With the fans, you got the rookies playing with the fans. You got people from their rookie season last season that didn't have to deal with fans that's dealing with it this year. Um, this is going to be it. Like, between college and just NFL, I'm excited, y'all. Um, it's homecoming season, too. It's going to be a whole bunch of homecoming games. So I'm just excited, y'all. Send me some pictures. Um, I'm going to try probably start trying to post some stuff on my social media pages. So, y'all, if you out um at football games or whatever, send me some reels. I'm going to post them on my page on um, Instagram, at MyWhitneyB. So send me some reels. It's football season. Let's have some fun. I'm going to post pictures and um, probably 15 to 30 second reels. So, again, send them to me at my Whitney B on Instagram and let's have some fun as always. I wrap up my show with posting my shop. I am I think I'm going to start some new colors um actually. I was saying mask. I I really need a I need some help. I need like some marketing people to just just tell me like what what would be best to do now. But I might do a hoodie um like a nice little hoodie different colors though. Maybe I'll keep black and white. And then switch up the other color. Maybe do like a blue and white maybe, you guys. Let me know what you think about that. But um, for now, please um, support the brand and purchase your Sports Talk with Whitney B.T. for $20 today. You can get them at mywhitneyb.com forward slash shop. That's M-Y-W-H-I-T-N-E-Y-B.com forward slash shop. And to catch up on everything under the umbrella, go to rockyrollmedia.com that's R O C K Y R O A D M E D I A dot com. This week, guys, I will be on um, Shade and Shenanigans. We have a special guest as well. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be funny. Tune in on Facebook, Rocky Roll Productions, um, the Facebook group at 4 p.m. And immediately following, you will have Vitamin D with tone black and GP great show. So for everything under the umbrella, please, please, please go to Rocky dot and to catch up on everything, um, with sports talk with Whitney B again, it's my or follow me on all social media at my Whitney B. That's again, M Y W H I T N E Y B.com guys. Again, I would like to apologize, um, for last week for not doing the show, but I'm going to be pushing them out for you this week. And I'm probably going to do a special, um, NCAA Monday show. I'm thinking about doing for you guys for college football, just, just dedicated to some highlights, um, for the, like the better show, the better games of the week, just giving some highlights and talk about it. Not as, as a long as sports talk, but just something quick just to give you guys stuff because it's going to be packed in with this football season. So let me know what you think about that. And I'm out.